the Knicks lost more than the game against Boston tonight because with 20 seconds left in the game, Jalen Brunson still in the game, unfortunately, looked like he had a significant high ankle injury. And if that is the case, he could be missing significant time. We're going to break down this game against Boston and let you know exactly why the New York Knicks lost this game. Oh, and spoiler alert, in my opinion, it's one person's fault. Tom Thibodeau. We'll break down all of this and so much more today. But before we get started, guys, please make sure you're subscribed to the channel and have notifications turned on so you don't miss a second of the new content. And now, let's get started. The Knicks lose Brunson in this loss to Boston. It's already bad enough that the Knicks lost this game to the Celtics. Their rival, a game you circle on the calendar, a game you get up for, a game that you absolutely want to win. That's already bad enough. But in the process, you lose Jalen Brunson because you're playing him with 20 seconds left in the game in the fourth quarter with your team down 12. Why are any of the Knicks starters in the game at that point in time? I don't care about the argument that the Celtics starters were in the game. I don't care what Boston is doing or what they're running. This is about what is proper and best for the team. Do the Knicks have a shot to win the game with 20 seconds left down 12? In my opinion, the answer would be no. So if that's the case, I'm pulling the starters. I'm not going to risk injury to one of my best players on the team in Jalen Brunson. Well, guess what happened? We played him and he got injured. We don't know the significance of the ankle injury yet. It looks like it could be a high ankle injury sprain. But what we do know is that Jalen Brunson is potentially injured. And the Knicks did lose this game to Boston 133 to 123. And again, it looked close. But Boston in that third quarter had a 20 point lead on us. They dominated us. That third quarter of doom is something that shows up even more against these top-level, top-tier teams. And the Knicks, again, are losing more games against these top-level teams. I believe they've only beaten two games against top-level teams. And then the rest, which I believe are now 11 teams that they face that are high-level teams, top-level elite teams, they've lost to. Sometimes they've lost to in dominating fashion. And you have to look at those things because it makes you question, do the Knicks have the right pieces on this roster? Do the Knicks have the right coach? Are the Knicks being utilized to their best abilities? You have to look at those things after a loss, especially after losses against these top tier teams. Nobody wants to lose games, but to consistently lose games against these teams that are considered the best teams in the league is alarming, absolutely alarming. And in some of these games, we're not even in it. But let's go back to that Jalen Brunson injury because Steph Bondi actually has an injury update for us on that matter because Tom Thibodeau spoke about it at the press conference. Per Steph Bondi, he states it will not be a good look for Thibodeau if Brunson was injured in garbage time. This happened two years ago with RJ Barrett. Bondi continues by stating that Thibodeau says he has no regrets about leaving Brunson in the game in garbage time. No regrets. No regrets. This man could be injured and you have no regrets. 20 seconds left. You're not winning the game. You have no regrets. You have an NBA insider and Steph Bondi calling you out and stating this happened before with RJ Barrett under you. 
And now it's happening again with Jalen Brunson under you. Is that the look you want to have as a coach? A guy that plays his players all the way through games, even if it's in a losing effort. And I'm not saying he wanted to injure anybody, but freak accidents happen in the NBA. And I'm not saying you have to plan for it, but you certainly don't want to aid to it by allowing your players to be out there when the game is out of reach and there's so little time on the clock left. What is Jalen Brunson doing with 20 seconds left? What could he possibly do? Why is he out there? I don't care what Boston is doing. The Knicks are the Knicks, their own entity. They do not need to do what Boston is doing or what any other NBA team is doing. They need to focus on what they're doing, not anyone else. The fact that Jalen Brunson was in this game with 20 seconds left and this injury happened is just mind-boggling. And I'm looking at Tom Thibodeau for it. Tom Thibodeau, for me, is absolutely one of the main culprits for this game. And I'll explain why. Late adjustments? Yes, Tom Thibodeau did that. He played R.J. Barrett at the three-minute mark in the fourth quarter, well after the New York Knicks cut the lead to nine. R.J. Barrett, who's one of your best attackers, did not see the light of the game till the third minute of the fourth. Highway robbery. That was well undeserved as well, too, because he was playing very good against the Boston Celtics, so he didn't really even need to be on the bench. It's like Tom Thibodeau forgot he was there, and then once he realized, it was just too late. I don't know how anybody can justify backing this coach after he did that with R.J. Barrett and then did what he did with Jalen Brunson, playing him out there, even though there was 20 seconds left to the game and the Knicks had no shot of winning it. Julius Randle tonight in Boston, 20 points, 7 of 15 shooting, 3 of 4 from 3, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 6 turnovers. He definitely has to clean up the turnovers. R.J. Barrett, 23 points, tied a team high, 9 of 16 shooting. It was a good showing from R.J. Barrett, but I wish I could see him be a little bit more aggressive like we saw him be at the beginning of the season. With Jalen Brunson, he had 23 points, tied the team high as well too with R.J. Barrett. 8 of 17 shooting. I did wish he shot the ball better. I felt like he forced a couple of his shots. Didn't do anything from three, even though he took five shots from there. Four assists, one turnover, and unfortunately, negative 21. He tied a team lowest for that. Also good to note that Mitchell Robinson went to the x-ray room at halftime because he was favoring his foot. At the post-game press conference when asked about Mitchell Robinson, Tom Thibodeau said he was fine and he doesn't feel like he has any lingering issues. However, Bondi states here that Robinson did sit out the entire fourth quarter. So was it precautionary that he sat out? That's what Tom Thibodeau is leading us to believe. So I'm not going to think it's anything significant at this point in time until the medical staff or Tom Thibodeau himself lets us know otherwise. But as of right now, it looks like Mitchell Robinson is fine. And that's good news for the Knicks because the Knicks cannot afford to lose any starters or any bench players at all. Because if that happens, they're going to lose a lot more games than they're going to win. They cannot afford to lose anybody. And that's the real issue with the New York Knicks. Because the way they play, they play very physical. So the likelihood of somebody getting injured is a little bit higher with the Knicks than it is with other teams. So if the Knicks miss anybody for a significant amount of time, it could hurt what the Knicks are trying to build in the East. Especially if one of those players is Jalen Brunson, RJ Barrett, and Julius Randle. And unfortunately, tonight, it was Jalen Brunson. Praying 
that Jalen Brunson does well moving forward because the Knicks are absolutely going to need that. But what shined the most tonight for the Knicks was the bench because they were the real reason why the Knicks even had a shot to being in this game. Emmanuel quickly, team best plus 15, 17 points, 4 of 10 shooting, 3 of 8 from 3, 6 of 6 from the line. And then Isaiah Hartenstein, 16 rebounds. I believe he tied a career high. Four assists, two blocks, two of four from the field goal. I know Isaiah Hartenstein some nights will never show up in a box store in a meaningful way that makes you think that he's a good player for the Knicks. But let me say it again, because I've definitely said it before. He is one of the best backup big men in the NBA today. Up there with Nas Reed, up there with Okongwu from the Atlanta Hawks. He is that good of a player. And maybe you can't see his impact each and every game from the offensive end. But defensively, rebounding wise, what he does for the players around him, how he helps with facilitation, with passing, with the hockey pass. He is amazing for this Knicks team. He knows his role better than most players on this Knicks team does. And because of that, he plays it extraordinarily well. And Tom Thibodeau trusts him enough that when Robinson cannot be out there, He'll run Hartenstein out there for the longevity of the entire quarter. And if it means running him out there for the entire second half, he'll do it too. Tom Thibodeau has grown to trust Isaiah Hartenstein because Isaiah Hartenstein has adapted his game to fit Tom Thibodeau. And they both recognize that and it's become a mutual respect type of thing. And I think it's good to see that somebody has evolved their game under Tom Thibodeau because it shows people in the league that it can be done and at an elite level and still have an impact in your career because I think anybody would agree that Hartenstein is looking for a significant payday this offseason whether it be the Knicks or another team because the way he plays is just magnificent something else to note here is that the Knicks starters all negative negative 91 combined and the Knicks bench was all positive a plus 41 there was also a significant change I know you guys are waiting for me to say it. Quentin Grimes was benched tonight in favor of Dante DiVincenzo. I know. I couldn't believe it. I was putting up a Christmas tree with my son. Then I went on the app X. I was looking through my notifications. Boom. I saw Fred Katz from The Athletic announce it. Quentin Grimes going to be benched coming off the bench and Dante DiVincenzo starting. It was like I had Christmas come early. Now, when I show you this, it may not look like Christmas came early for Dante, but it will look like it came early for Quentin Grimes because he had a great showing and a great night off the bench. Quentin Grimes tonight off the bench, plus 12, team second best, 19 minutes, 13 points, season second highest, 5 of 10 shooting, 3 of 7 from 3, oh yeah, also sprinkle in some confidence and some cutting and also running to the basket. Great showing from Quentin Grimes. Looked phenomenal tonight coming off the bench. Dante DiVincenzo, 22 minutes, 6 points, 2 of 6 shooting, 2 of 5 from 3, negative 21. Tied with Brunson, team lowest. I've been saying it for a while now, guys. Since last year even, I've wanted Grimes off the bench because he's just looked uncomfortable with the starters. He doesn't get his game going with the starters. And if you notice, a lot of times when Brunson is on the floor, Quentin Grimes doesn't look like the starter he needs to be with the other players on the floor. He just looks a little too hesitant. But tonight, coming off the bench, I personally felt like 
we saw a little bit of a glimpse into that Quentin Grimes that the New York Knicks made untouchable in trade talks for Donovan Mitchell because he was cutting, he was shooting the ball, he was aggressive, but more importantly, he was confident and the Knicks players were trying to find him actively and you love to see that. He looked involved, he looked happy, and he looked like he was getting whatever he wanted to get on the floor with that bench unit. And I think over the next few games, as we continue to see this lineup played and utilized, we're going to see this team get better with more chemistry and more understanding of their roles and what they need to do. And once that happens and the Knicks click, and you remember last season, once that Knicks team clicked and how good they look, I think that's exactly what everybody's waiting for this team to click and once they do and it snaps into focus this team is going to be dangerous i believe it and i believe in them and i hope thib supporters are actually watching because there is no defense for what tom thibodeau has done in this game with these starters none and if you think so please elaborate tell me in the comments because honestly i would love to hear from you but that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, go ahead and smash that like button. Leave a comment below. And of course, guys, please subscribe to the channel. Until next time, Nick fans. Peace.